Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Jeff Zilgit, massively talented, well-respected NBA national writer for USA Today, an accomplished foodie, and, as I understand it, a trout fisherman, fly fisherman extraordinaire, joins me now on the show. Hello, Mr. Renaissance Van. <laughs> How's it going, Bill? Hope you're doing well. I'm doing wonderful. Hope your summer's going well. Let me, Jeff, I've never asked you this. Are you a big soccer fan? Are you? Are you? Do you, do you watch soccer in your spare time? I'm not a huge soccer fan, Bill. I, I'll pay attention. I'll watch. Uh, I, I, I know enough to understand it. Uh, but you know, I'm not going to come around every you know four years at the World Cup or pretend uh, you know I'm some UEFA expert or anything like that. Uh, but you know, I, I know enough to pay attention to the big events. All right, let me just give you a little a little um, info then for my for my first question. I'm going to throw the curveball right 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 out the yes. bat, Jeff Zilgit. There's a soccer player who's pretty well known named Paul Pogba, who yes. hired allegedly a witch doctor to cast a spell on one of his teammates, killing Mbappe. But he has told the police, "No, no, I hired the witch doctor just to, to cast a protective spell over me." Here's my question. Am I missing an important aspect of NBA beat reporting and not being on the witch doctor uh, magic component of what goes on in, in the sport we cover? Sometimes, Bill, I think that someone has a voodoo doll of me and are sticking pins at me at various times when my life isn't going exactly the way I want it. And so I may have to counter that with my own witch doctor uh, at a certain point. So, Bill, I was aware of that story. Uh, it, it, that, that did come across my timeline. Um, maybe it's something we need to dig into and, and find out who's using the witch doctors to uh, cast a spell on other players. Who would be more likely to to go to the length it would take emotionally, mentally, morally to, to hire a witch doctor? Uh, Russell Westbrook directed toward toward uh, his organization or Kevin Durant directed toward his own? Who, who do you think is more disgruntled right now? Ooh. That's a great question. I, I would probably say Kevin is more disgruntled right now. Um, I, you know, I, I think Russ in general, uh, you, you know, even if things aren't the best, rolls with the punches a little bit better than Kevin does. That's how I'll probably put that one. You know, and, and look, Jeff, so just, real, just real quick, though, I mean, look, Kevin went to great lengths um, to try to get moved out of Brooklyn, and it didn't happen. And I think that's probably frustrating on his end. You and I have chatted. I think things worked against him uh, in certain ways. Um, and the Nets, you know, just didn't feel that the market was there for what they thought they should get in return for a player such as Kevin Durant. 
You know, Jeff, one of the things that I think is really fascinating about about sports and about about greatness is that some guys can rise above what's going on in their personal life or the drama they create or their teammates inflict in their own locker room, and, and some can't. We're, we're all human beings. We're all complicated creatures, and we all react differently to the number of variables and, and voodoo doll pins that get stuck in our direction. To, for you, in what's going to be a very interesting locker room, right? Ben Simmons and whatever sort of his mindset is to say nothing of his physical abilities and willingness on the court, and, and Kyrie Irving, to you, where does Kevin Durant come down on the scale of a guy who is or isn't able to play at a remarkable level when there's all this drama a part of his team? Well, I think it is incumbent upon him in this particular situation, especially if he wants to revisit this topic, Bill, of being moved to find a way to be a all-NBA player this season. I think he's certainly capable of doing it. I, I, I don't know Kevin well enough to say, you know, how he has been in other situations and, and how he has reacted. And, you know, w- was he, you know, unhappy at, at, with Team X and, and wanted out but still played at a high level? I think he's certainly capable of it. And I think that's what, exactly what he's going to do, Bill. And for whatever time the Nets can make this work, if they, if they can, they, they have, you know, certainly two really, really good players and a third who, you know what, Bill was a two-time all-star by the time he was 25 in Ben Simmons. Um, so they really have the ability uh, to, to make this work. Um, now, whether they can, that's a whole, whole other story, and, and whether it will happen. Uh, but Bill, the odds makers, when it was reported that Kevin was going to start the season with Brooklyn, their odds to win the championship improved. And so I think that says a lot about what people feel about Kevin Durant, and and I apologize for the siren. Um, it's, it's perfectly appropriate because it, it is a <laughs> perfect sound to represent yeah, for, Brooklyn's situation. situation. Emergency, yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 so, Bill, I, look, I, I think the Nets are going to be one of those teams that you look at in the East, um, along with Miami, Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, you know, who should be rotating, you know, somewhere among spots one through five throughout the season. Talking to Jeff Zilgit here on the show. Uh, Jeff, I I just got done talking about my very limited interactions with John Wall over the years and just how much I liked him. Again, I know you don't know these guys from a two-hour interaction over a meal or whatever, but I just like the guy. And um, obviously his career has not gone the way that he wanted. He had some really, I thought, honest, impressively honest comments about his depression and what he's been through the last few years and thoughts of suicide. Now he's a, he's a clipper. Now you're based in Washington, DC. I'm sure you've spent a lot of time around the guy. What, um, what are your impressions of, of John wall, the, the dude? And, and, and what do you think we, we can expect maybe from John wall, the player this year? So Bill, you, you hit me at a, a, a good moment on this topic. If people don't mind me sharing, I'll try to make the story quick. It was a few years ago in DC. John wall was injured. It's late in the season. Um, the White House Correspondents' Dinner is happening in D.C., and I was asked on behalf of, you know, our paper to see if I could get anyone from the world of sports to go. I asked if John Wall wanted to go. It's hard to get an NBA player at that time of year because it's end of the season, playoffs are coming, John wasn't playing. He came to the White House Correspondents' Dinner, though, and he brought his mom. And unbeknownst to me, I didn't know these things happened. I, I sort of get uh, tapped on the shoulder by someone and said, hey, you, John, and John's mom need to get in line. 
bill that was aligned to meet the president, uh, it was Barack Obama at the time. And uh, John's mom was overjoyed. I didn't know this was going to happen. Um, and, and so, like, that's one of those personal moments I'm always going to remember with John. Um, I also – I went down to North Carolina when he was in high school to do a story on So I've known him a long time. Oh, wow. So I, I've always liked him, um, and I thought he was open and honest and forthcoming about his mental health. And I think the key takeaway here, Bill, amidst all the things he said about how difficult it was losing his mom then his grandmother, him not being able to play – sitting out basically two seasons, maybe the equivalent of probably three seasons out of five after all the missed games. I think the key takeaway, Bill, is that he also mentioned, and I think this got buried a little bit, that he went and found help, professional help, Bill, with a therapist. And I think that was a really important note. And I'm really looking forward to seeing John play. I think he can be a valuable contributor to the Los Angeles Clippers on that team. And by all accounts, he has looked good in all the off-season workouts. And I saw a clip from Paul George talking about that, you know, John looks really good. And, and I hope that's the case because I also, when we're talking about, I, I know life and these things are much bigger, Bill, but if he's back to playing high-level basketball, and I'm not talking, he doesn't need to be an all-star, but that Clippers team, Bill, is a team I think that can contend for a championship. And if they have a pretty good John Wall, alongside Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, that's really, really going to help that team out. Yeah, Jeff, I'm with you. and It's a, it's an exciting reality for the Clippers as there is a different reality right now playing out for, for the Lakers, or at least the possibility, the very real possibility of, of a different outcome. What do you think the, the reasonable ceiling is for the Los Angeles Lakers as they're currently constructed? And Bill, I, I, I've been thinking about this as I think about preseason our preview stories, I, they're, they're, I don't think they're a top eight team, Bill. Now, I know that the Utah Jazz and, and they're sort of the way they're going to rebuild that team, that may open up a spot for the Lakers to move into the top eight. But let's just take a look at the, the top, Bill, when you think about you're going to help me out here. You know, Golden State, Phoenix, Denver's getting two stars back in yeah. Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. You, you have the Clippers um, who I mentioned, uh, I'm just not sure, Bill, where the Lakers fit into that top, into that top eight in yeah, the West no, I, as, I, as they're currently I'm constructed. And it's really weird to say that on a team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. LeBron let it be known that not only does he want to play long enough to play with his oldest son, Bronny, he, in the NBA, he wants to hang on to play with his other son, whose name I should absolutely know and is just completely escaping me. I guess from Tom Brady, I, I should I should know better. But it is it real is it realistic that LeBron James could could play in the NBA as a as a guy that's impactful on some level for another five or six years? Does that strike you as as reasonable? Yeah, Bill. Because and you and I have watched it. I mean, does anything LeBron anything LeBron has done, whether we thought it was impossible or not, he by and large has accomplished a lot of it. And the way he takes care of himself, Bill, I, it wouldn't surprise me uh, if he gave it a run into his early 40s. Now, you know, six years down the road, Bill, I don't know. You know, you, you want to play basketball at that, at that point in your life? I realize it might be fun to play with a son or your, uh, another son for a, a bit. But, you know, I, I think there's a part of him that uh, 
you know, also wants to look forward to the rest of his life uh, and all the things he has going on off the court. But for the short term, Bill, to play with Bronny, uh, possibly Bryce, you know, five years down the road, I mean, I'm not going to put it past LeBron. And I still think he could be, you know, he's not going to be, you know, MVP LeBron, and he might not even be all NBA LeBron. But he's a guy who could have an impact on the team, uh, you, you know, in ways that, uh, you know, we probably haven't seen before. Let me ask you a question, um, Jeff Zilgit, that would make our good friend Howard Beck sigh audibly if he were in your place right now. It's just it would be a straight, uh, but I want to ask you, let's just say that Steph Curry and the Warriors win at least two more championships, which is not easy, but I don't think, it's not like saying I'm going to dunk a basketball. It's certainly physically possible. And and simultaneously, LeBron James does not win another title, but does become the all-time leading scorer. Is there a situation where we could have a conundrum where we're talking about LeBron maybe as the best player of all time, but other people are talking about, man, what if Steph's actually the better player of the era? Ah, Bill, boy, that's a complicated <laughs> one that uh, you, you threw my way. I did have a big <laughs> sigh there. Um, I, I think we're just going to have to look at uh, the overall accomplishments and I think LeBron ultimately, and I understand the distinction you're making right there um, with it. Um, but I, I still think we're going to look at LeBron as the best player of the era and, you know, one of the best of all time. Steph certainly what he's doing and, you know, what may he, he may continue to do certainly puts him in the conversation, Bill, and I'm not sure we thought that was going to be the case two years ago. Let's put it that way. Um, and, and he's made himself part of that conversation and that's all credit to Steph. Uh, and yet, uh, you know, uh, I, and look, I always say the passing of time, you know, always changes things. And so, Bill, you and I could be having this conversation in two years and both feel really, really different uh, about, uh, you know, what we're saying today. All right. Jeff Zilgit is our guest. If you are the person with the voodoo doll, stop sticking needles <laughs> in the Zilgit doll. He's a great guy. Uh, Jeff Zilgit, as always, buddy, great talking to you. Looking forward to seeing you on, you know, on the circuit this year. Thanks for thanks for making time. Yep, that sounds good. Let me know when you're out east, uh, Bill. I will, pal. Thank you. Right. Jeff Zilgit. Thanks. See you, pal. On the show, uh, follow him on Twitter at Jeff Zilgit. It's like, what a great story about John Wall and, and – and his late mother, and, and, and Jeff facilitating that, that moment with the president. That is really cool. Um, phone number here on the show, 855-212-4CBS. We've got another Kevin Wall, not Joel, Kevin Wall, Andrew Bogish, Sports Talk Radio Gumbo. Kevin's put together by or sell. Bogish is going to read it. I'm going to answer some questions. It's all happening next year on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 